Hi, folks. Welcome to episode 95 of the Wealth on Any Income podcast. This is where we talk about money tips, techniques, attitudes, information, and provide inspiration around your business and money. I'm your host, Rennie Gabriel. In past episodes, we spoke about how to understand the numbers from your business, how to measure the level of pleasure based on where you spend your money, how to track your money in five to 10 seconds, what determines how close you are to complete financial choice, and how to run your business without being in your business. And last week, we had venture investor Steve Hoffman speaking about what it takes to fund a new business venture, and the idea is not the important starting point. Today, we have as our guest, Bijal Pamar, and Bijal was an aerospace engineer by education and since 2009 has been advising entrepreneurs on the subjects of productivity and outsourcing to virtual assistants. He has coached, consulted, trained thousands of entrepreneurs all over the world on the topics of outsourcing, delegation, and productivity. Bijal, welcome to the Wealth on Any Income podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Well, let's get right to it with some questions. Got an idea what you do, but uh, be more specific. And also, why are you doing this? Yeah. So, very simply put, I am and have been for the last, oh, you know, at this point, 12 years uh, in the outsourcing industry, um, helping primarily working with solopreneurs, professionals, what I call micro teams. The micro team can be anywhere from kind of one to five people. We have some larger clients too. Predominantly, 90% of my clients are in that category. And really what we're trying to help them do is, is delegate the busy stuff. And I say busy stuff, I call it really the morbid parts of the business. The morbid is an acronym that st stands for the, the mundane, the overwhelming, the repetitive, the boring, the I don't want to do that stuff, and the dislike stuff. And oh, I, I, I love acronyms. And yours ties into someone who's morbidly obese. <laughs> and the other part is the parts of the business, the processes, activities, responsibilities, tasks, and the software we entrepreneurs tend to spend a lot of money on, but often don't use effectively. So we look for ways of you know, finding or helping entrepreneurs find these areas of their business that really they should be delegating out. And if we can help, you know, we have a team of virtual assistants in the Philippines uh, that take on a lot of this stuff. We don't do everything, but we do a lot of the admin level, social media, LinkedIn, um, you know, billing, invoicing, you know, chat support, customer support type of stuff that you know we entrepreneurs really shouldn't be spending our precious time on. No, absolutely right. We have no business doing work we could farm out for, you know, $10 an hour. Now, I try and lead by example from the standpoint that I donate 100% of the profits from the work I do to charity. Tell me what cause or charity that's important to you that you support. Great question. You know, we um, have been supporting so between uh, in, in the year 2010, we had to leave the U.S. We got a call from our, our immigration attorney and said, hey, give you two choices, either stay in the, stay in the, uh, stay in the U.S. illegally or leave um, until we refile your immigration paperwork. Well, we don't want to become legal, so we left. That took us to India, and we ended up spending five years traveling in around India and Asia. But during that time, we came across a lot of orphanages and actually ended up sponsoring a couple of, um, or, you know, they're actually not orphans, but, but low-income children. Uh, with education, so children has a you know a, a big part of, of of our life, you know, and the, and and doing what we can to educate them. 
but a lot of our time, effort, and energy is going to kind of a side project, which is teaching children financial literacy. And this kind of come, comes back to you know your topic, you know, and leave yeah. what your mission on, which is um, not putting children aside for a second. A lot of adults, and I'm going to put my hand up as well in, in this. We didn't really get a good foundation of financial education, and you know, many entrepreneurs struggle with this topic of money. So, one of the, our missions is to financially uh, help is to help children become financially literate in the hopes that they, they don't go on the same journey of you know making money, losing money, struggling in the latter part of their life where they really should be just you know enjoying the fruits of their labor. And while you say a lot of people uh, didn't get this education, we're talking nine out of 10 people didn't get this kind of education. And those are the statistics for the United States. You know, I don't know about the rest of the world, but it's probably just as bad or it could even be worse. And, and I know because I've interviewed enough people, I've trained, I'm trained as a certified financial planner. It wasn't in my coursework. The foundations of handling money are not in the coursework of certified financial planners or even certified public accountants. It's, it's just, it's abysmal. Yeah. So, so anyway, let, let's, let's get to <laughs> something bad. Like what was your biggest failure, whether it was personal or business? You say biggest, you know, a, a few come to mind, but I'm going to kind of probably put the one in, in the in perspective is, you know, I started a business in 2000, about 2005, I think it was. Um, 2004, 2005, um, it was a wellness center idea in using technology and uh, to kind of create like a gym, but really centered around wellness and human development. Um, and I got the idea from visiting, I was in Japan, and at the end of the day, you go to these kind of wellness centers. Now, they're all like spas and hot tubs and you know, massage and stuff. I said, yeah. well, that's, that's a, lot, a lot of time, but what if you create a 15, 20-minute experience where you can just end the day with this kind of recharge mm -hmm. for the body and mind using technology to keep the cost, you know, down. And so we can do it on a daily basis, not just kind of, you know, once a month treat to ourselves. So spent a lot of money setting all that up. Um, we had some uh, uh, neurofeedback devices back then. Again, this is about 2005 to 2006. State of the art, I'm cutting edge. And we got the, the permission to, for the visa in the US, but we had to go back to the UK to get the actual visa. So we go back to the UK, uh, December, I think it was 2006, to get the business visa presented all our paperwork to the immigration officer and he goes, well, uh, you know, there's no precedent for this kind of business. You know, we don't have really a framework to see how this is going to go. And long story short, they denied the visa. Oh, geez. So that, so we basically, and then we had to resell all the technology, you know, for, for 10 cents on the dollar. So that was a, a huge, a huge hit, but also kind of just like put a, put a, a kind of knife in the, you know, you dream it and you create it and you manifest it. It's just like, I came through this whole next part of life, which is, that's all bullshit. <laughs> You know, just kind of disbelieving all the stuff that I kind of learned through the realms of personal development and just kind of kind of went through a very bitter period of life where we thought we thought we did all the right things. You know, we invested money, we we applied all the law of attraction stuff. But when it came and I look back at it, man, is I didn't know some of the basic principles of business. Right. I mean, we, we fall into business, we fall into entrepreneurship. Yeah. We don't go to school first and and graduate and now certified to start a business. Right. You know, we just we 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 think we can learn it along the way and hope that will make the right moves. And some people do, but I think again, statistics shows that a lot of us will will take three or four attempts before we start to get it right. Before we learn the principles of of money, marketing, sales, you know, team building. So yeah, that was a, a 
expensive, uh, challenging time, uh, but out of it came a lot of valuable lessons. And and perf- that lines that lines up with the next question, which is, what was your biggest insight from that? And did you use that to create the current success that you have? Yeah, that we don't have to know everything. And in fact, attempting to know everything <clears throat> can be one of the biggest detriments because to to try and learn any subject in business at any level of depth, you know, or trying to learn multiple subjects at any level of depth is getting more and more challenging. Every time a new platform comes out to really effectively use the platform, you've got to go deep. And it's really not possible to go deep in every single area of business. So as your business matures, focusing your time on the best use of your time is, is, is the right, the better approach, in my opinion. Everything's about opinion and, and about experience. You know, but if you think you can be a Facebook marketer one day and a LinkedIn marketer the next day and a YouTube expert the next day and a sales expert the next day and a network marketing the next day and manage your finance and manage your bookkeeping, manage, it, good luck. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, that really sounds like the common mistakes that I would assume most of your prospects make. Is that right? Yeah, they're, they're just a turn of where. First of all, most will try and run two or three businesses, if not more, simultaneously, and then within that business, that they're wearing almost every single hat. Um, you know, uh, you know. So it's, yeah. it's And then the people complain about overwhelm and anxiety and stress. Like, well, hey, you know, go figure. We're kind of creating this, you know, for for ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So here's something that always works well, and that is: Do you have an example of a client who started with this overwhelm and trying to do it all, took your advice, and what the result would be? I'm I'm asking for a case study. Absolutely. Um. You know. So, um. I, I won't use her real name, but uh, she helps kids uh, obtain sponsorship for colleges, right? Mm-hmm. So, but along with that, there's a few other things that she was she was doing. So we got it down to just focusing on on that, and of that, just one or two ways to market that or reach her prospects. The moment the focus changed, the results started coming in, and we've seen that happen time and time again. I'm not saying that that the concept of multiple streams of income is incorrect, but it it, it what normally happens is we we build multiple streams of poverty simultaneously. Uh, yeah. Right? Yes. So so it's it's get one thing going, get one thing running delegate as much of it out as possible over time, but get it to a place where it's making money. Now delegate the key, the key responsibilities, get it to a place that you can now go from being in that business to managing. Now add in the next you know, income stream. So I call it multiple income stacking mm-hmm. so we can stack income on top of each other versus attempting to, you know, if this is not making, this income stream is not making that much money or no cash flow. That's not making cash flow. That's not making, but you're attempting to move all of these, along at the same time, that's where people struggle, get overwhelmed and kind of, you know, fall out of love, you know, uh, with their businesses. Yeah. So uh, what was the result of her deciding to focus on one area at a time? Uh, just more consistent cash flow and more and higher, being able to charge I mean, higher. Uh, okay. Talk about, can you talk about real numbers? You didn't use her name. She was struggling to get even one or two clients a month, but she she's had some $10,000 months, you know, uh, since we've worked with her. Ah, okay. All right. That that yeah, that's something someone can yeah. hang their hat on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, well, in, let in me the, ask this: Is there some uh, resource that you can provide people that would be of value that um, they don't have to pay for? Yeah, absolutely. If on our website, B Epic Outsourcing, so B double E Epic E P I C Outsourcing dot com, there's a guide that says called Outsourcing ROI. So our objective is to uh, help entrepreneurs that when they start to delegate, 
to create that return on investment. Because in a lot of times when we start to delegate, if we don't do it the right way or we delegate the wrong stuff, the, the hiring a team member, doesn't matter where they sit, can become a liability because it's, it's money going out. So one of two things has to happen. Either by giving delegating work out, we are getting that time back. So the ROI is time or they're helping us generate leads or making more money. So in that case, the, the, the return is money. So we've got to think about prioritization. In the ideal world, we'll delegate everything, Renee. I mean, you know, whatever we can, we we'll delegate and we, you know, we just do whatever we love to do in our, in our, in our business. But that's not the reality. The reality is that we're, we are still, a lot. Of, most people I work with are still very much involved in their business. So we've got to be very strategic and prioritize what to delegate out to get that the best ROI possible for this moment in time. There's just one more thing I want to add in, in delegation. It's, it's the most, you know, I, I often, uh, people often ask me, yeah, what's the number one thing we can delegate to make? Oh, that, you know what? I was going to ask you, what's the one question I should have asked you that, and, and give me that answer? So perfect. Go for it. And it's actually going to be quite an unusual response, which is how are we as entrepreneurs using our time? It's one thing to be delegating tasks out. But when we look at our calendar, is it reflective of our you know, daily goals, thus reflective of our weekly goals, thus reflective of our monthly goals, thus reflective of our annual goals, and thus reflective of our vision? A lot of times, you know, I can tell a lot from looking at someone's calendar where their time, effort, and energy is going, and thus extrapolate to what the result they're going to create. So one of the ways I'm using our VAs and my VAs work with their clients in addition to just doing tasks, is helping the client make sure that they, they get the right tasks onto the calendar. Because a lot of us will do planning and you know uh, strategizing, but the task, the right task, never make it onto the calendar. And thus, you know, we are more reactive to what shows up for the day versus proactive and versus following a plan. And everybody talks about the value of having a plan, um, and yet we don't tend to to create plans. And if we do, the aspects of the plans don't end up on our calendar. And so using the calendar um, as a way of really seeing what we are committing our time to is where a virtual assistant can, can help a lot, of, a lot of people listening. That makes so much sense. It's, it's, it's the difference between uh, just being busy and actually accomplishing the important things. Absolutely. Well, Bijal, thank you so much for being on our show. Thank you for having me. Uh, you know, I look forward to many more discussions on both these topics. Beautiful. And, and to my listeners, thank you for tuning in. Next week, we'll have Sheila Whiteman talking about what may sound like something off topic. It'll be about how bladder leakage can ruin your profession or your business and also how to fix it. You can listen to the Wealth on Any Income podcast on your favorite platform and please rate review, and subscribe. And if you'd like to know how books, movies, and society programs you to be poor and what the cure is, then log on to wealthonanyincome.com forward slash TEDx. You'll hear my TED talk and can request a free 27-page roadmap to complete financial choice and receive a weekly email with tips, techniques, or inspiration around your business or money. And if you'd like to see how you can increase your wealth and donate to the causes that touch your heart, please check out our affordable program, Wealth with Purpose, on the wealthonanyincome.com website. 
Until next week, be prosperous. Bye-bye for now. 